Welcome to Bring Our Reviews Podcast, where if you want it, we review it. I'm your host, DC. I'm joined today by Moss. How's it going, everyone? And in this podcast, we review a bunch of things from movie news, TV show episodes, and a couple comic book stuff also. This episode is the 11th episode called E3 Giant. So, um, for thumbs up, thumbs down, we're going to just basically cover um, the whole E3 um, conference that happened between June 16th and uh, 18th, I believe. It's a yeah. whole bunch of stuff from Sony, Microsoft, um, Nintendo, and all the, the indie games hitters. and stuff. The usual suspects, the big hitters. Yeah, so it is definitely crazy. There's only roughly three days of information, though it spanned over five days. I had two days of just show work and stuff like that. We could demo stuff and whatnot, but we're just going to talk about the first three days. And the first thing we have up now is Sunday, which um, covered Fallout 4 and Doom. So um, what do you thought about those two games that came out? Well, information for it. Well, I guess one at a time. I guess the Fallout, Fallout, the series, the story, it's so close to home. It's post an atomic era destruction and it's so innovative it looks so amazing and fallout's always been innovative they have this amazing way of bringing bringing out this different style of like a steampunk technology gunplay they mix the old school with the new school meaning they they it's like you're in the 40s 50s but you're with all this tech and it's going absolutely insane and it looks brilliant and the music was very very chilling i don't know about you but that music was very very chilling and it was so telling it was amazing it was so well done so i get fall out of big thumbs up doom doom's come a long way doom's been an intense an integral part of my childhood and young adulthood uh it's development gone from just pixelated computer just straight chaos to what it is now which looks amazing and it it looks so insane and it doesn't look as scary as it used to but it does have a fantastic edge and looks so intense and non-stop intensity and that to me is like so much more so i give i give them a, a big thumbs up as well but um, I give these two things a thumb, thumbs up also. Um, seeing Fallout 4 looks kind of cool. And I was talking to other folks after the whole E3 um, conference ended. And folks are hyped to see um, Fallout 4. They're, they played Fallout 3 and 2 and 1, of course. And they enjoyed it. So seeing this 4, it's like, oh, it looks great. And I'm like, it looks cool. Um, I wouldn't mind playing this. I, I personally don't play Fallout. But seeing this um, the trailer for it, I was like, I could start playing it. It looks kind of cool. Um, go on. It has its own unique charm. Fallout definitely has its own unique charm. Yeah, it definitely does. And I'm um, going to Doom. Um, it, it's definitely uh, a diversion from the very old school version of it, but it looks kind of cool seeing um, this trailer here. Yeah. And it's just the the right way to go for this franchise. And, and unfortunately, sometimes you can't make it too, too scary, unfortunately. But um, yeah. You have games just like Dead Space and other games like that where you can make it crazy scary, and it's fine. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. it increases this scare factor sometime during the game and increase it more. But no, for the trailer, it wasn't too scary, but I still give it a thumbs up, though. Well, if you consider, a, like, take, for instance, a film like Saw, 
eventually after like the fourth and fifth one it was repetitive and not even worth it but the first few films part one and two what made that movie so gripping and terrifying was that it was thrilling it wasn't scare you out of your boots it was intense situations and that's what doom has it has that intense situation that keeps you at the edge of your seat and that's what makes you so so antsy and so terrified just because you you, you're handling the suspense at such a level and so much going on and i think that's an amazing element if you do it properly so i think doom is embracing that and take me off so yeah, very, very true. Which leads us to Monday. Monday had a lot of stuff happening here. Oh um, man, what a what a headache! I, I was left with the headache right after, but it was such an amazing headache. I couldn't wrap my head around so much going on. Yeah, it's a ton going on. Um, two the two big behemoths went out. Um, Microsoft and Sony. Um, we go. We go Sony first, um, just to save Microsoft <laughs> last for kind of um, Sony. Well, had they a, both they both had their their moments that made you go wow. It wasn't like last year where Xbox just crapped the bed. This year, it, I think that title goes to Nintendo. But uh, yeah, this year Xbox and Microsoft, Microsoft and Sony came out swinging. But yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely comes up great. Um, I'll start this one. Um, for Sony, the biggest thing for Sony was the the Shenmue three Kickstarter. I can say that. Mm. Um, there's other stuff that happened also, but um, for me, oh, the, there's tons of stuff that yeah, happened. For me, um, the Kickstarter was definitely one of the main things of this whole um um Sony presentation, which was kind of cool seeing some the uh, creator come back and it's like, all right. We need so uh, semi three definitely help us make it, and I'm like, all right, we can try to help you guys make this, which will definitely make that money soon, very very soon, especially people that like. They already started. Their goal was what two million, two million. I believe it's somewhere around there. About, yeah. Uh, they already had made about a million of that, a million and change, in terms of donations to start it. Yeah, so now they're gonna they're gonna be able to finish it, which is kind of cool. Um, what was the for you? What was the best part of the Sony presentation? Well, see, the thing is, I think, um, especially with Sony, there's several companies that have been so exclusively Sony that do a lot. So seeing things coming out of a company like Square Enix, mm-hmm. which has been responsible for the Final Fantasy series yep. and several other series such as Kingdom Hearts, uh, I think that whenever they come out as much as much as uh, i i represent microsoft i still stop and pay attention out of respect and out of and out of love for what their product has done and um yeah i can't deny it the final fantasy 7 coming back that was that was intense that was very intense yeah that definitely was um um when when you saw that that trailer pop up on the screen what was your first thoughts I was like, oh, man, I know my brother somewhere just like threw his wallet at the TV. I know he's cursing up a storm for not having the time to be able to dedicate life to everything. And I, I just know so many fanboys that are grown men and have kids of their own. They're just so ready. They don't care what's going on. They don't. Yeah, it's definitely um great seeing that trailer there. I, I was really surprised a little bit. But at the same time, I wasn't because um, I'd actually watched this um, press conference live. I actually watched it 
the next day and I was like, I heard about it. I was like, oh, hold on. When people was talking, I was like, what? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me rewind this. Excuse me? What you just say to me? Yeah. So <laughs> I had actually me with a good time. So um, that's one thing I had to go back and actually watch because I watched the Microsoft one live because it happened in the morning time. Uh, the Sony one happened later in the day and I kind of missed it, but I was like, ah, I could always go back and listen to it. Which Yeah, I, I, I watched them pre-recorded. I watched them afterwards as well. So it's pretty cool. Um, other things that came out through the Sony um, presentation was Hitman, um, um, oh, Uncharted Hitman Four, yep, um, Destiny Two, uh, Mass Effect, another game for that one, um, Street Fighter Five, Call of Duty, um, Star Wars Battlefront, and um, The Last Guardian. So out of those, um, what resonated with you? Well, the, you know, it's a bit different for everything. Last Guardian, it's it's that's something that's been in the work for a very 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 long time it looks amazing it's got that like that dog griffin eagle thing that follows that kid around destroying mm-hmm. everything so he could get through um that's a little reckless and it's very disrespectful to people's property but the game looks dope it looks very very cool um i'm just interested to see all of it that's going on call of duty I believe that they're having exclusive content for the PlayStation version. Yes, it is. Which is absolutely disrespectful to the Xbox nation. Not only because I'm an Xbox loyalist, but also because most tournaments and most gaming tournaments happen on the Xbox. Better multiplayer happens on the Xbox. For that exclusivity to go to Sony, that's just that's just silly and all sorts of wrong. But uh, the game looks the game does look very good. Uh, Street Fighter Five. <laughs> uh, I'm not into the fighting genre, but I still go out and get my traditional Street Fighter game, more mostly out of habit and um, loyalty because that's Street Fighter. But never made a new element to their gameplay, uh, which looks nice. It's a it's a third style of fighting with the characters that you can that affect them differently. Uh, I just wish they had a variation of characters. As much as I love the traditional characters, it's a little over the top. Mm-hmm. Destiny, I'm still playing Destiny heavily. The fact that they've announced and shown things for Destiny 2 is amazing. However, they have another expansion coming out towards uh, September. So showing me things for Destiny 2 when there's still things coming out for Destiny 1. Thank you, but I don't know where to throw my money at. And it's a little overwhelming. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's it's a good year to play video games. Yes, it uh, but it's it's very overwhelming personally, just because I haven't finished it. I there's still so much to do in the first Destiny. You, what do you mean? There's a second one coming out? Holy! What am I gonna? Where am I gonna find the time? How am I gonna fit this in my schedule? Destiny for this hour, then Destiny two. For, we'll see. But uh, yeah, it's it's a lot, and I'm excited. Hopefully, that's much more down the line. Or by the time that Destiny 2 is slated to come out, the hype and drive for Destiny 1 has cooled, meaning no more like full blown updates and stuff in terms of new stages. Because how am I going to get to Destiny 2 if I can't finish Destiny 1? So that's Wait. awesome. But let's see. Uh, what else was there? The. The Hitman. Oh, I've played every single Hitman game at least twice. I'm all about Agent 47, and this looks like it's going to be another awesome game. So I am very, very excited. Yes, yes, yes. Um, as a th- as a ton of the mo- um games on this um list that seem pretty cool. For Street Fighter Five, 
it seemed like Street Fighter 4, but you add on a little bit of the old characters, which I like. Um, it definitely looks like it should be a cool game. I probably wouldn't pay for it just because I would rather it they put Street Fighter yeah. 4 out and just add on DLCs for it. But, you know, to each his own, there's a couple of graphics that changed on the Street Fighter 5 also, which I say, like, all right, I, I guess you do a little bit more with it. Um, I'm not sure anything about else about it, but um, for now, it looks kind of cool. The next thing kind of um, sticks out to me is The Last Guardian. That trailer, when I saw it, I was like, all right, that big behemoth behind that little kid. I was like, all right, this is gonna, <laughs> yeah, he's going to play a big part. Yeah, dog griffin eagle thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, that was really weird. That was really weird, but it didn't look bad. It just looked a bit strange. Yeah, and uh, seeing that, I was like, all right, let's see what they do with it. And will will that griffin kind of thing have to be in the, in the game for the whole time for you to get, get through it and not to figure out exactly... How do you work together to get past certain stages? And it'd be kind of cool to see what is the end goal with it, and and are there any more of them, or is it are they more kids? So gotta figure out what's what. But um, so far it looks kind of cool um, for the concept wise, yeah. you know. And um, all the other games seem pretty cool for me. Um, one thing that also sticks out is the Star Wars Battlefront. Um, that game. Looks like it's gonna be yeah. a beast. Yeah, it yeah, really it's is. Look, it's looking beastly, and just in time for the Star Wars film. So hype around it, which is you know, again, it's such a put of such a part of not just American culture, global culture that's embraced Star Wars. So that's going to be, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, it should be. It should be a beast again, man. I can't wait to play it. I haven't played any other Star Wars game, but I will start for this one. Hopefully, maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have. I played the last Battlefront. This is a this is a big upgrade, not in a negative way. Just, uh, uh, hey, good job. This is a good. This is a good continuation. Uh-huh. <laughs> good, good step forward. That's the, that's what you want to do. Take a good step forward. Okay, that's pretty cool. All right. Um. So we we'll go off to Microsoft now. Um. They had a lot of stuff in their um, presentation. This happened on Monday morning. Talking about very crack early in the morning. So it's just really, really crazy. Um, I'll let you go over a few of the things happened. Um, a couple things that happened here was the Halo, um, Halo Lens, or sorry, Hollow Lens, um, demo from Hollow. Minecraft. Somebody's um, addicted to Halo, but we'll get into yep, that. Um, yes, the Hollow Lens. Very true. <laughs> then Gears of War, Halo Five, the new controller they have out there, and Forza Six. Um, so what stood out to you with the whole Microsoft presentation? Two things stood out to me, not game-related, which I was thoroughly impressed with Microsoft, and you just touched on them, the new mm-hmm. controller yep. and the HoloLens. The new controller, because I have gone through so many controllers just because the thumbstick wears out, the, the parts like just stop reacting, the mm-hmm. buttons start jamming, and this new controller has so much steel, it has so many functions that just make sense like if you handed that controller to someone who never played video games they wouldn't know what to do but you hand that controller to someone who's grown up in the generation of video games and you tell them what the extra features are for and how you can they're interchangeable with longer lasting better pieces and it's just like why didn't we invest in this sooner why wasn't this a thing years ago this is amazing awesome How they have the feature that you can switch over, say, for instance, playing Halo. You can have the feature that you switch over and the dynamics of the control change for driving the Warthog as opposed to when you're running around uh, shooting. And it's just a simple click to switch over. That's that's so amazing. Let alone the titanium pieces that you can switch out for the controller. Because, like I said, those pieces were out through 
pretty quick and controllers can be expensive especially if you buy a bunch repeatedly very very true that was amazing so the controller investment idea is something that really makes you think why didn't this come out sooner and to segue into why didn't this come out sooner the hololens Mm -hmm. the hololens in practice was a great continuation as to when they introduced the connect when they first introduced the connect and they showed how people interact with it in their daily lives the innovation just took over and that technology spawned so much that it's led us to this and how it's just a part of your household and you could just build things and the demo that they did with the minecraft oh my god oh my god i suddenly felt so 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 out of it because i was like wow i could never build that in terms mm-hmm. of what they built in minecraft and like this technology allows people to invest so much of their brain power and ability to develop something so amazing this is ridiculous and it's just like it's like interacting mm-hmm. with the space around you it's like cracking the fourth dimension it's absolutely insane Yes, it's kind what of crazy. Um, for the, um, the thing that stood out to me through the whole uh, Microsoft presentation was the HoloLens, basically. Um, even though I do love Halo Five and it looks amazing, um, the HoloLens. We'll, we'll get to the games. Yeah, let's, for, let's talk about the toys. Let's talk for, about the toys. For, for HoloLens, it definitely stood out to me a lot. Um, just seeing the way how he's able to control the world that they was in, and be able to pinch the zoom to actually lift up the whole entire. Um, world and actually see different things happen in there i was like wow that that really blew me away when i saw that i was like wth wow <laughs> microsoft yeah. stole stole monday morning <laughs> for me with that one presentation right there it was definitely awesome um the control itself um it looks great um for anyone who's a a person with mods or like to have any macros it was definitely a controller for you you could definitely put some macros in there and figure out what you want to do and have the the little um pieces on the bottom where you can actually press that too i was like all right that's kind of cool yeah the paddles yeah the paddles you refer to the paddles on the back of the controller very very true yeah and you can switch yeah. those out and almost everything on the controller is customizable so it is definitely a, a working controller that will work out a lot yeah. for a whole lot of folks and i figure this will make a lot of real true gamers very happy and they should have this when they first put out the system yeah. itself. Um, to add to that real quick, mm-hmm. also the controller is more weighted because it has more metallic pieces and it's made out of better quality. And they actually demonstrated, as you saw, they gave they had given the controllers to professional gamers. And at first the professional gamers were a bit skeptic because of the weight. But when they were able to put into practice all of the functions and features, they clearly had an advantage when it came into zooming in the sites and jumping in vehicles and switching things out and changing everything out. They they openly admitted that they developed such an advantage over their counterparts because the control seemed so much more beastly for them now that they were able to tap into to just play so much better so hardcore gamer or a casual gamer if you get the mechanics it should be wondrous definitely wondrous investment be. and um another thing that that struck me very 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 quickly was um the announcement of backwards compatibility um i forgot to mention oh, this first yeah. when i um list out the things for microsoft but um this is the third thing i was kind of surprised about when i heard the whole listing of it 
Um, yeah. Be able to hear like that. Two hundred games, about yeah. two hundred games that are going to be backwards compatible, and then they're going to continue adding to the list. I I was equally happy, but at the same time, I was equally disinterested in the sense of what took you so long. Like now, now, like so late in the game, like this has been this has been this has been a staple product for a while, and other techs like why is this something this isn't big news it's just something they should have done a long time ago actually um to combat that um this is a great and awesome news just to hear that they're <laughs> able to actually bring back with compatibility to yeah this no system. it's great news but yeah. at the same time i guess i'm just like a, a bitter kid whose dad went to the supermarket to get milk and didn't come home and now i see him as an adult and i'm like yeah well screen done <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things where it's it's one one up on the the sony system itself because sony did have backwards compatibility until they actually took it off so now having xbox one be like all right now we could do backwards compatibility and it will stay kind of thing it's like all right that's a one up on yeah, you guys for true. sony that's say true. what's it what's happening guys and you, you're falling behind. That is redeeming. That is redeeming. Yeah. You're right. I apologize, Microsoft. <laughs> I didn't mean it. So it's rare diff, definitely crazy. Um, other things on there is Halo 5, Gears of War, and um, Forza. Between those three games, the one that stood out to me, of course, is Halo 5, just to see um, Spartan Lock and um, Master Chief. The seeing them both go head-to-head against each other. And seeing the, the group of four you can control in each um, faction. So I want to see exactly how that plays out. One thing that kind of looked kind of weird was um, the online feature. I was like, all right, let's see how the whole um, um, player versus player go out. But uh, for now, I'll, I'll, I'll say, yeah, it's awesome. Definitely awesome. Um, what you thought about those three games? What, what stood out to you between those three? What stood out to me? Yeah. Um, well, I'm biased just like you are, but okay. my bias is for Gears of War. I am a gearhead far, far, far back in far back into the I sold into the Cog Army so hardcore. That was such a part of my teenage years. And afterward, I am so heavily a fan of Gears of War. I'm happy that they got the right people back to, to bring it out. They're coming they came out with the the the, the Gears of War one. They're coming out with it. They they released a beta for for it. it it's it's gears i don't know i can't even finish the sentence it's just gears is life like that's <laughs> that's it it's a wrap halo looks amazing how they told the story it's an interesting twist as you're hunting as spartan lock you're hunting master chief i think that's that's brilliant and then jumping into between the factions the gameplay apparently they're going to have the largest maps they've ever had in Halo for the, like twelve on twelve Correct. multiplayer. That's that's war. That's literally war. That's just chaos. That's straight chaos. And uh, I'm interested to see what they do. I mean, so much space. I just wow. It's it's gonna be amazing. It looks great it, as as expected. And mm-hmm. it was nice to see the Arbiter talking some trash, but he knows better than across the demon. That's of course staple. <laughs> Out of respect, uh, Forza absolutely looks gorgeous. Forza, Forza just makes you want to like walk into your TV and step in those cars and go. I'm I'm not too big into car racing games, mostly because I suck at them. <laughs> also because, well, I don't know. I never since I never was good at them, I never got too hard, too far into them. 
but I do know lots of people that are heavily into them. And Forza, Forza, yeah, Forza's gorgeous. Yeah, it's definitely, it looked great. Um, graphically, it looks amazing. It makes you want to go out right now, get your car, and be like, all right, I'm putting my car in this game right now, and let's see if it will win. So that's yeah, cool. you're going to lose to a Dodge Viper really fast. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> I good. love your Subaru, but it's going to lose to the Viper really quick. However, I will say that now that the, the, it's like 70 hours of gameplay, it's fully customizable, it's going to be awesome. I mean, if you're a car person, which I know several people who are, and they spent so much of their lives on like games like Forza and Forza, speaking, of course, of Gran Turismo, and yeah, yeah. They're, they're into it. Yeah, My neighbor me. is ready. My neighbor's a car car video game fanatic and he is ready i heard him howling when they announced it so <laughs> all right cool <laughs> which um let's take us to the tuesday event um tuesday was was a smaller day i only had um nintendo and square unix um ah nintendo Whew, we can start with that one um only two things really stood out with nintendo um the Star Fox um game that came out and then uh super mario creator or maker um all right, Moss, what, what, which one do you like most out of those two? Well, I'm going to say, and honestly, both were kind of, they stood out, but they were also a bit of a disappointment. Hearing this in the Star Fox game, awesome. Seeing it and seeing the polygons and seeing how how old it looks, it looks so outdated. It's like, mm-hmm. why does Star Fox look so blocky? Why, why does this game look, it, it's just, poorly designed they trying to they tried to keep it traditional and aesthetically it's just not pleasing i guess we as a we as a gaming community have evolved to a point where that's acceptable in terms of things like minecraft where its intent is to be that also their budget was that little if you're going to come with star fox you better do that right and i guess it just doesn't look to me it didn't look as good as it could have I think they could have done a little bit better with that. It didn't yes. need to be fancy, high, big budget, beautiful, but I think they could have done a little bit better with that. And Mario Maker, honestly, on the heels of games like Minecraft and Little Big Planet, where you're in control and you make everything, this is another game that made you think, why didn't you do this sooner? I mean, all those games where you can create your own levels, especially Little Big Planet, create mm-hmm. your own levels and run around in platform style. That would never have happened if not for the staple of Mario. So yeah. for Mario not to have come out sooner makes you wonder, why not? What? You have everything else. Paper Mario, <laughs> all types of party games, and multiplayer games, and single RPG player games. And why not? That's my question. Why, why now? Why so late? So Mario Maker, I guess you get one thumb up. And then Star Fox, no. No thumbs up. Yeah, um, I'm on the same lines. Um, between these two games, um, of course, Mario definitely stood out the most. Um, being that it's Nintendo, it's it's his bread and butter. Nintendo games will be only playable for Mario stuff. So for for me, unfortunately, Star Fox didn't really um, stick out too well. It looked kind of weird. You, you hear and, Star Fox and you think, yo, oh, hey, they're coming out in a Star Fox game. Awesome. And then you see what they did and you're like, wow. <laughs> Who's yeah. gonna waste their time on this? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. So, um, seeing the Super Mario um Maker looked pretty cool. Um, just seeing the whole Minecraft esque kind of 
kind of um, thing there was kind of kind of nice. Um, to be honest, I, I wouldn't mind playing it. I probably wouldn't play it too much because then it going to all right. You create your worlds, and it feels like all right. Nintendo one, you put all the stuff you could create in that one, and then try to make it to your own. So I'm like, this would be awesome if it came out the first game for like Wii U. But all right, that'd be awesome. But for now, it just seemed like all right. It's, it does seem kind of kind of late. So, uh, Nintendo did really nothing this year for me. So, unfortunately. Yeah, and what's what's really interesting is that although they've never done too much to stand out far above their peers, they've always maintained their innovation and they've always maintained pace in terms of originality and and style, like. Uh, another notable thing that came out was Zelda mm-hmm. and there's another Zelda game coming out. But again, where you think, oh, this is going to be good. They've been on a good run in terms of making decent, great Zelda games. And then the latest Zelda, you're just, all right, well, okay. They didn't, it, there was no wow to it. There was, a, there was no wow to it. So it's, that part's a bit disappointing again. Yeah, this is so. crazy. Which, um, we're going to go to our last and final thing we're going to talk about today, which is Square Enix, um, where they had um, Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, I'll let you go first on this one. What do you thought about it? Well, I mean, you just said it. Square Enix, like I mentioned earlier, what I love about Sony was their introduction of certain production companies, gaming production companies that have done things that make you stand up and show respect. And Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, as soon as they announced Kingdom Hearts 3, Literally, grown men cried everywhere. The, the best way to sum it up is I saw a, a meme online where where it said, if she doesn't understand why you cried at the announcement and trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3, then she's not the girl for you. <laughs> That's kind of... Because there was so... It's the story, the way it's woven, the way you play, the, the style, it's just success it was a success and then of course you're running around with disney characters donald and goofy and in so many themed worlds it's so it's what do you want me to say it's kingdom hearts i don't even know where this conversation could go after that <laughs> yeah it's definitely um a cool trio that came out and it makes you want to go play um kingdom hearts really quick um i never played the other other two games so i'll have to see yeah. how it works out for me well uh, just to sum it up for people who like surprisingly disappoint me, like the white just did. Yep. I I I don't know how you what the Kingdom Hearts. You your character named Sora, and you travel through multiple different worlds with alongside Goofy and Donald through the Disney World also, and you encounter all Disney characters, and they brought back a lot of the original voices and the style, the gameplay. It's an action adventure RPG. Um, and it's absolutely beautiful. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than look up videos online so you can see what I'm talking about. And it was it was ahead of its time. It was an immediate classic. Everyone loved it, and it's just beautiful. All right. Um. And on that note, um, this is the end of the show. Um, you can find us on social media at um bring on reviews.com for any movie reviews even this podcast and a couple other stuff will be posted there from time to time a couple of times a week um, you can find us on instagram facebook tumblr youtube at bring on the reviews you can find us on twitter at bring on reviews 
um, using the hashtag bring on reviews for any questions you might have you can also email us at bring on reviews at gmail.com um, Moss where can they find you on social media on social media so on Twitter you can find me at Goliath NYC and on Instagram you can find me at defiant underscore Moss alright and um, you can find me on all social media um, using the title and tag Dwight Ant C that's D-W-I-G-H-T A-N-T-C that's D-W-I-G-H-T A-N-T-C you can also email me at dc at bringonreviews.com and we'll catch you reviewers next time take care guys